0: Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. On a recent program, we noted that schools and the commercial companies that they hire or quote, partner with, are collecting an enormous amount of data about students, much more than most students or their parents are aware of. We noted that in the fall of 2018, the FBI issued an alert about the dangers inherent in the amount and type of information that schools were collecting usually through the tools or equipment provided by private companies. From that FBI alert, quote, the US school system's rapid growth of education technologies and widespread collection of student data could have privacy and safety implications if compromised or exploited. Further down, quote, types of data that are collected can include, but are not limited to, personally identifiable information, biometric data, academic progress, behavioral, disciplinary, and medical information, web browsing history, students' geolocation, IP addresses used by students, and classroom activities. Quote. Despite this FBI alert, schools and states have continued to collect enormous amounts of student data much of which is highly personal. As more information on these school data collection practices is being exposed, reactions are beginning to become publicly available as well. For example, three U.S. Senators have apparently noticed the kind of dangers the FBI alert mentions. Senators Richard Durbin, Edward Markey, and Richard Blumenthal have written letters to 50 companies that collect or sell student-generated data, requesting that the companies answer a number of questions about how they collect, use, and preserve that student data. Think about that for a moment. There are at least 50 companies that either collect or sell student data, ranging from information on students in kindergarten through college. One version of the Senator's letter went to companies that collect data, and a slightly different version went to data broker companies that amass and sell that data. Here are the first few paragraphs from the Senator's letter that was sent to the data brokers. Quote, we are writing to express our concern about the vast amount of data being collected about our nation's students, and to request more information about your company's use, retention, and retail of student data. We're uncovering shocking new ways that Americans' personal data is being collected and potentially exploited. We're concerned that schools, parents, and students are at risk of having significant amounts of data stolen, collected, monetized, or sold without their permission or knowledge. Last year, Fordham University's Law School's Center of Law and Information Policy found that data brokers make student lists based on sensitive information ranging from grade point average to ethnicity to religion and affluence, among other categories, commercially available. This data could be used for a range of malicious purposes, including discrimination and identity theft. We are concerned that in many cases students may not even realize that their data is being retained and vulnerable to use by a wide variety of third parties." End quote. The letter goes on to request answers to a range of questions from the companies by September 3, 2019. This is not the only letter that's been written recently about the type and unprecedented amount of student data that's being collected and how it could be used. Florida, home to several tragic school shootings, has proposed creating a statewide student database with the intent of somehow stopping future school shootings. The state, and particularly Governor DeSantis, is proposing to aggregate a huge amount of personal data about individual students from many state agencies, as well as from school systems. Here are excerpts from the letter sent to Governor DeSantis. Quote, Dear Governor DeSantis, We are a coalition of 33 education, disability, privacy, and civil rights advocacy groups writing to highlight substantial risks arising from Florida's proposed school safety database. This project will collect information about children and young people's social media activity and other sensitive topics and store it in a state database to be shared with state employees, schools, and law enforcement. We are deeply concerned that the program will be used to label students as threats based on data that has no documented link to violent behavior, such as data on disabilities or those seeking mental health care. End quote. Further on, the letter continues, quote, The categories discussed included children who have been victims of bullying based on protected statuses such as race, religion, disability, and sexual orientation, children who've been treated for substance abuse or undergone involuntary psychiatric assessments, and children who've been in foster care, among others. We believe this database represents a significant safety risk because it collects highly sensitive information without a clear evidence-based rationale for inclusion. Could be used to stigmatize and blame children who've been victims of bullying or whose only, quote, risk factor is their disability and will create a de facto state repository designed to track children based on federally protected characteristics, end quote. The writers of this letter don't say so specifically, but such a database in the hands of data brokers and sellers would be a nightmare for children and their families. And as we all know, digital data never really goes away. This kind of student surveillance can generate the effects of surveillance that Bruce Schneier wrote about a dozen years ago. For if we are observed in all matters, we are constantly under threat of correction, judgment, criticism, even plagiarism of our own uniqueness. We become children, fettered under watchful eyes, constantly fearful that, either now or in the uncertain future, patterns we leave behind will be brought back, to implicate us by whatever authority has now become focused upon our once private and innocent acts. We lose our individuality because everything we do is observable and recordable." End quote. In today's world, data is forever. The information collected and amassed about students who are five years old or 15 years old today will follow them for the rest of their lives. Students, as all of us, have a need of, and a right to, privacy. That is something that schools, and governors apparently, seem to have forgotten. In a rush to categorize, simplify operations, save money, imagine somehow preventing a future disaster, schools may very well be crushing individuality. Some countries' school systems do that on purpose. China comes to mind ours may be doing so inadvertently. If we hear of any responses to these letters, or any others that affect the future of our children as autonomous individuals, we'll do our best to share them, right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage.